Hello, this is FTW with Imad Khan, part of the Dot Esports Podcast Network. I'm your host, Imad Khan of CNET. A California judge has approved a $100 million settlement between Riot Games, the makers of League of Legends, and women who sued the company in 2018 over gender discrimination, according to a report from Axios. The settlement involves more than 2,000 full-time and contract employees. They're eligible to receive $80 million from the settlement. To talk about the lawsuit is Dot Esports' associate editor and co-host of the Ego Child podcast, Preston Byers. Preston, thanks for coming back onto the show. Yep, thank you for having me again. So it's been a while since we've discussed this lawsuit. Can you catch us up when this happened, why it happened, what's going on? Yeah, so the uh, original lawsuit is actually from 2018. Uh, It's a gender-based discrimination uh, class action lawsuit um, that a few uh, female employees, uh, former female employees of Riot Games, filed against Riot Games, the developer and publisher of League of Legends and Valorant. Um, and uh, those former employees, Melanie McCracken and Jess Negron, uh, alleged gender discrimination um, and sexual harassment and misconduct while they were working at Riot. Uh, so this lawsuit has been a long time in the making, and the settlement has actually taken the bulk of this time. So the lawsuit was filed in 2018. It was so supposed to be settled in late 2019 before uh, the Department of uh, Fair uh, Equal Housing, I believe, in California. Um, they stepped uh, Department of Fair Employment and Housing, excuse me, in California. They stepped in, said that the actual settlement was too low for uh, what was being alleged. They said that the woman could get more money, and they were right. It is now 10 times uh, the size that was originally expected in this lawsuit. So you're saying that initially Riot Games came to the women offering $10 million as a settlement. The DFEH said that's way too low, and now it's at $100 million. Yeah, uh, the uh, the DFEH actually said that um, these women could get $400 million, and they said that in 2019. While they weren't uh, completely correct on the figure, they were right in that the women uh, could end up getting you know multiple times more uh, in a settlement than uh, they previously expected wow it's 400 million is just like such such a absurd amount of money that's like nearly half a billion dollars um but even then 100 million is a, a ridiculous amount uh, just saying that number out loud uh what i mean but there has to be a reason behind this high number so i mean what are some of the things that the the plaintiffs allege against right games uh, so they they alleged um, that they were sexually harassed and um, that there uh, there was a culture of sexism. Um, so it's similar to uh, Activision Blizzard's uh, separate lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of this frat boy culture um, where women are not taken as seriously or they are objectified um, in the workplace, uh, that seems to be a trend in these lawsuits. Um, and the women here, uh, they alleged that um, they were not um, treated uh, right by uh, other male employees. Mm. Um, they were passed over uh, for jobs because they were women. Um, and obviously also the sexual harassment and the misconduct um, is, you know, as a billion-dollar company, Riot Games, uh, you know, can't allow that to happen. But um, they, you know, obviously... 
things went the way of these women that alleged it. And now not only those two women that began this lawsuit, but thousands of other former and current riot female employees uh, will be entitled to this payout. Hmm. And I guess based on how the money is divided up, like, for example, if we divided 80 million by 2000, uh, and uh, there are more than 2000 uh, plaint- uh, plaintiffs in this, but just dividing that number, it's $40,000 per per person. Um, have, have, have we heard any statements from Riot Games or the, the women that were involved in this lawsuit about what they think about the number? Uh, so the uh, plaintiff's counsel, Jeannie Harrison, uh, she said, quote, this is a great day for the women of Riot Games and for women at all video game and tech companies who deserve a workplace that is free of harassment and discrimination. We appreciate Riot's introspection and work since 2018 toward becoming a more diverse and inclusive company. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, there is, um, it, as there should be, there is a celebration among these women, the the people that supported these women um, in this, uh, what, you know, what they should probably view as a significant victory in their lawsuit. Mm-hmm. And then anything from Riot Games? I'm trying to look up a, a statement uh, for Riot, but uh, I'm not seeing one at the moment. I'm sure they have um, put out a, a statement because uh, it would be pretty... Um, pretty bad if they didn't. Um, but I, I know that they uh, had previously said um, that they were confident that gender discri- uh, discrimination, sexual harassment, and retaliation were not systemic issues at, at Riot, um, but uh, this was from 2019, so mm. a lot of things uh, could have changed since then, and obviously in a settlement, they're not necessarily... Um, you know, just very willing to admit to, uh, you know, whatever is being alleged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And from what I'm reading, it's what the women have until August to essentially be notified by the end of August of the of the settlement. And um, I guess continue from there. Uh, what's interesting in all of this is that the what, both the Riot Games lawsuit um, and the Activision Blizzard lawsuit, it's also being tied into Governor Gavin Newsom. And in April, he had fired the t- a top DFEH lawyer who led a f- who led the efforts against uh, Riot and Activision. And the another top DFEH lawyer resigned in protest, saying essentially that it was an Activision-friendly... There was Activision-friendly interference from the governor. Um, and there, I guess there's no real question here, but uh, it's it's interesting that these gaming lawsuits are being tied to Governor Gavin Newsom, who does see, it does seem that he's trying to prep himself to being a uh, front runner in the presidential election come 2024. Yeah, it's interesting. And I, you know, I'm obviously not a uh, political expert, but uh, when a politician does something that you would think is outside of the norm, um, not a lot of governors are, well, I can't say not a lot, but uh, governors typically don't like to be viewed on the side of companies that are, you know, being accused of sexual harassment, sexual misconduct. Um, but in this case, I believe that uh, Governor Newsom probably has ulterior motives in the sense that he wants to ensure that these companies, these big uh, multinational corporations such as Activision Blizzard and Riot Games, that they don't feel like they're being um, unfairly you know, persecuted or uh, they're being treated unfairly in these proceedings. So uh, I, I, that's my best guess, but I, I'm not 100% on that. But I, I would believe that uh, 
um, the governor is trying to seem a little more lenient toward these companies as to not lose their business to another state or to another country. <laughs> it, it would be interesting if uh, both Right Games and Activision Blizzard are brought up during presidential debates with uh, with all. I, I, we don't we don't know all the candidates right now. It's, it does seem uh, at least Biden's going to run, um, or he hasn't really signaled his uh, unwillingness to run uh, Newsom, and I, I it it's really hard to say who else will uh, jump up at this point. Yeah. And with that, Preston, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Yep. Thank you for having me again. And that was FTW with Ahmad Khan, part of the .esports podcast network. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and share. To follow Preston and keep up to date on Call of Duty, you can find him at Press Buyers on Twitter. To follow me and my work over at CNET, you can find me at Imad on Twitter. And with that, we'll catch you guys next week.